Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hello, you absolutely wonderful lot, and welcome to this episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I'm Kelly Fru, your podcast host, and we're here. We are at the season finale, season two's finale. How on earth did we get here? So I've had 10 fantastic episodes in this season so far, and I'd like to thank every single one of the guests that joined me. We have had so much fun, and I thought what we'd do really quickly before we get into this week's episode is just do a bit of a roundup and remind ourselves of some of the favourite moments from this season. So if we look back to episode one and we think about Claire, so we talked all around festivals. And I remember this one really well, actually, because when we when we launched the episode, it was the week that Glastonbury was cancelled. And I just remember thinking, no, I was getting so excited. The episode had really spurred me on to thinking about being in the field. Um, and then when we found out Glastonbury was cancelled, that was taken away from underneath us. My second standout memory from the season was Robert Kenwood. So we interviewed Robert all around the confessions of a business owner and he shared everything. He was so honest and open about his journey in the last few years. And I love the fact that he has a weekly meeting with his wife where they sit down and work through everything. And I will never forget that. I'm trying to get my other half to do this, but at the moment it's not working. But Robert, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed your episode. And we cannot not talk about Heidi Legan. So the digital trip, wow, that was this year. I know, the digital trip was superb and Heidi shared all of her success story around the digital trip with all of our listeners and some learnings around destination marketing online. So if you've not listened to that episode, go back and listen because it's, it's a great educational piece too. And then coming more up to date and recent, we have to pick out the episode around side hustles. So Nicole Louise Geddes was just a little gem. Please do listen back. And I'll never forget Empowerment Pods. That is with me forever. That is something I'm taking to my grave and I'm going to make all of my Empowerment Pods from now on. It's not about tribes. It's not about communities. It's Empowerment Pods for me. So thank you, Nicole. So that's just a quick flashback to four of my key memories from the season. And there's so many more. So please do, if if you're new to the podcast, go back, go back and listen to some of the rest of them because we've had a joyful season. And to wrap up this season, you've got me. Yes, I'm going to be talking all around inspirational leaders. So you've got me. So should we go for a little walk? Are you on your run? Are you at your desk listening while you're doing some work? However you are listening, I don't mind. But let's just take a bit of a moment just to think about inspirational leaders. What makes an inspirational leader? How do you become one? And who are those inspirational leaders every day in your life that you think about? It could be a family member. It could be someone at work that you really look up to. Or it might be a friend. It might be that friend that absolutely smashes what they're doing every day and you think, wow, they have absolutely got their stuff together. Or let's put this out there. What about yourself? Do you want to be that leader? Are you a leader? And if you are, how do you think you're doing? It really is quite a tough job being a leader sometimes. And 
Not all of us can own it. Not all of us are made to be leaders. But if you have got those aspirations towards being somebody that people look up to, are motivated by, that inspire people, what are the qualities that you need to do this? And to kick things off, I would like to share with you a couple of the leaders that absolutely inspire me every single day. One of them is in the events industry. So we'll start there, shall we? Face Sharp. What more can I say? Faye Sharp. So Faye Sharp is the founder of Fast Forward 15, which is a mentor program for women. And we inspire, educate, and mentor 15 women a year to ensure that they maximize their opportunities within the events and hospitality industry. So I'm lucky to be a mentor on this program and Faye inspires me daily. What she has achieved in her life is unreal. And what really stands out about Faye is that she is genuine. She absolutely does everything from the heart. And you can see that. You can see the passion in her to help people. There's this wonderful warm buzz around Faye. And you can tell she gets shit done. Absolutely. She gets everything done that's needed. But she does it in a really warm and friendly way. She doesn't take any rubbish from anybody. And... There's a well-educated, astute businesswoman wrapped up in Faye's character and she does it in such a wonderful way which makes you feel like you are such an important part in what she is trying to deliver. So if you've not yet come across Faye Sharp, then look her up because I tell you what, she is an utter inspiration. Thank you, Faye, for allowing me to be part of your programme. So I'm going to give you a moment just to reflect and think. Who is your inspirational leader and why? Why are they that inspirational leader? What is it that makes them just inspire you every single day? So I've got a few things to think about in this. And if you are an inspiring um, future leader or if perhaps you are a leader and you're just thinking about honing your skills a little bit. Now, what makes that inspirational leader? Firstly, they absolutely have faith in their beliefs. So they think about what they're trying to achieve and they make a plan and they believe in themselves. And that's a really hard thing to think about, isn't it? Believing in yourself. So do you absolutely believe in what you do in terms of, do you believe in yourself that you have the right skills and the right qualities and you have that confidence to come into a room, show up and be bold enough to share with the world how you're thinking, how you're feeling and how you are gonna impact the world. So if we think about Melanie Perkins, who is the co-founder and CEO of Canva, She basically took the basics of graphic design and put it into a real simple process so people out there can do professional design online. And she knew that it was needed. She saw that. She absolutely saw that there was a gap in the market there. And actually, you know, spending two, three years learning graphic design for people in this day and age is not required. So you know, she believed in herself and she believed that there was something there that was needed and she made it happen. And if you Google Melanie Perkins, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say inspirational leader. So I think what I'm trying to say here is that you can't expect others to consider you a leader unless you have solid faith in your ideas. And once you are there, you build on that. So you'll build on that by being a really good communicator. You'll listen to others, you'll set examples and you'll put your best foot forward. And of course, you won't give up. 
Leadership is all about being passionate about what you do and having confidence in yourself and your followers whom you motivate and inspire. So when I think about the leaders that inspire me, I know they have earned respect. And not only have they earned respect, but they also show respect. So they show respect and they show empathy for their followers, whoever they might be. And they care. They care. They care about whoever's following them. And it's it's such a good quality and a great leader. Earning respect is crucial to a successful relationship with someone. So showing someone that you care about what, they, what they're working on or their ideas is super important. Being empathetic allows a leader to tap into the emotions of that individual in order to connect with them and let a person know that they really understand the situation that they're in. So let's just take a moment just to reflect on that. Have you earned the respect of your your followers, whoever they might be, whether you're a manager, whether you are just trying to inspire people? Okay, moving on. A great leader will share and articulate a really clear vision. So... If you're working with a team, so I have my own team, and if I'm working with them, I have to make sure that I absolutely share what the vision, what the actual big picture is for people so they understand what they are trying to deliver. So if I take my team, for example, they're beavering away, they've got their tasks, they've got everything that they need to do and their objectives. And what's really important is that we make sure those objectives are aligned with the business goals. So this allows them to understand why they're doing those tasks and what part do they play in making sure that we are delivering the objective and delivering the vision that is the big overarching vision for the whole company. And everybody plays a part. And if you understand your part in that, you will work harder. And so what this means is that everybody will have goals. So they know their objectives and a great leader will help people to make sure that they hit those goals. So the goals are all about hitting that vision, aren't they? We are trying to hit that vision that is the overarching vision for everybody. And we have to make sure people understand the part they play and that they hit those goals. And a great leader will support that journey to make sure individuals feel satisfied that they have hit those goals. Some of the best leaders I know and some of my best bosses have made sure that they have pushed people to be their best. And they've pushed me. So it can feel uncomfortable sometimes as an employee or as a contractor, whoever you might be. You might be thinking, This is just too much. But a great leader will know what they're doing there. So they will know that they're stretching boundaries. They they know that will be taking people out of their comfort zone and they will push people to do their absolute best. So if you are a leader, are you treating your team in that way? Are you making sure that you are stretching them without causing them too much stress? Obviously, there's a stress level there that you have to take into consideration. But we need to stretch. We need to align goals and we need to make sure that people are clear on vision so the stretch is so important and people will thank you for that and I'm sure we've got people listening to this that have gone yeah bosses have done that to me and they took me out of my comfort zone and I have pushed myself and I am in a better place for it okay I feel like I've really got you thinking now and I know I'm thinking as we go along on this journey and what I want to focus on now is something that might feel quite uncomfortable but A great leader will know that they don't have all of the skills and all of the experience to do everything. 
And that puts a leader in quite a vulnerable position, doesn't it? We, we feel like we, we can't do everything and we're not good enough. But what we do and, and something, and it's a secret weapon that we just need to remember, is that we will employ people that are better than us. Yeah, take that in because it is so important. We will employ people that match up to those skills that we don't have. So if you're great at project management, but you are not as good at the creativity, then you will employ someone. You will employ someone on that creative approach and you will employ someone that knows that and and is absolutely living and breathing all of that creativity. You know it's not your skill. You know that it doesn't belong to you and you know that you need that to make sure that you've got all of the skills within your team. So you will employ that. And you're not afraid to, you're, you're okay, you're vulnerable, you're okay to say, yeah, I need that within my team, I don't have that, I don't possess those skills myself, and I'm going to reach out, I'm going to find the right person to deliver it. Oh wow, how are we doing? This is a lot, isn't it? I feel that like this is quite a deep conversation, so just take a moment, shake off your shoulders, take a bit of a stroll, stride it out if you are walking there, and just let's just take a moment. <sighs> okay. We're back. Okay, so focus on helping your team. This is my next point. So a leader knows that the team are the most important pieces in this jigsaw. So someone who leads by positive direction and builds agreement amongst the group members will make sure that together you are united to hit that coordinated goal. Ultimately, leadership is not about who is in charge, It's about making sure that your team stays focused on those goals. We keep those people motivated and we help them to make sure that they can be the best person that they can be to achieve the goals. And if you really want to get the best out of your team, then a really good leader knows that we don't lead by force. A great leader is not about forcing people to do stuff. Instead, a great leader motivates people. We encourage others to follow us. And we lead by example. So make sure that you are in everything that you're doing in your daily life, in your professional life, that you are leading by example. And something that I experienced quite recently, actually, is micromanagement. Micromanagement is not a good tool for a leader. You've got to empower your people to allow them to take risks, to make decisions on their own and to take the peaks and the troughs of it. And we'll be there. We will be there to, to pick them up if things go wrong. And that's absolutely fine because it will help them grow. And yes, as a leader, we want our business to do extremely well. So we will be there. We'll be there ready to help them if they fall and bring them back and steer them in the right direction. And of course, to make sure that there's no huge business disasters. But you have to allow people to fail and you have to allow them to fail for them to evolve and grow. And as a leader, you will give the people the space to do that. Empower them. It's the only way. People are so important to our businesses and it's the only way to allow them the freedom to do that. And that leads nicely onto my next point and probably my final point before I talk about more inspirational leaders. So as a leader, we know that people are the key to success. So you'll have the greatest ideas, you will have the greatest vision and you will be absolutely armed, ready to be successful. However, if you don't take your people on a journey, then you are not going to succeed. A great leader understands it's the people that lead 
to the ultimate success or failure of any venture. So surround yourself as a leader, surround yourself with great people that you cultivate, that you absolutely make confident individuals to empower them to make decisions for your business and make them feel that they are super important to the business because they are. Because if you empower them, if you give them a little bit of ownership to your business or the wider business, then they will feel that they are part of it and they will feel that they are critical to the success and they will work harder, they will feel passionate about what they're doing, they will be happy and in turn that will make you happy. And actually what a leader does really well is it cultivates their team. So we cultivate our team members and we we build them, we make them evolve, we make them grow and then ultimately they become their own little leaders and they go off and do what they need to do and their own path. And that's okay because everybody has their own journey to go on. And as a leader, we're comfortable with that. We're happy. We're happy that they found their own path and that they may go off and their wings might spread and go off and try new ventures. Or they might stay with the business and evolve and grow the business even further. Either way, it's fine. You know, everything changes, everything progresses, and we just want people to be the best people that we can be. Okay, so how are you feeling? Are you feeling pumped? Are you feeling motivated and ready to evaluate your own leadership skills to see how you score? And and please don't worry, when I say score, it's just about your own self-reflection. And I'm doing that as I'm recording this podcast and understanding how I'm treating my team and, and how I'm showing up every day as a leader. Now, just to finish off this podcast, because it's, it's a short, sharp one today, but just to finish off, I want to share a second inspirational leader, someone else that inspires me daily. We talked about Faye earlier on, and that was all around the events industry, but I'm going to go bigger now. I'm going to go to a prime minister. And, you know, I am a feminist, and I think some of you will know that throughout my podcast, I am all about female empowerment. And... Someone that inspires me daily is Jacinda Ardern. So the Prime Minister of New Zealand, wow, what a lady. So she was elected Prime Minister of New Zealand in 2017 and she was 37 years old. So Jacinda is the world's youngest female head of state and less than a year into her term, she gave birth to her first daughter. And yes, people give birth every single day and you know, I I recognise that and that is something that is a daily life. But what I love about it is the fact that she acknowledges she's the mum. She doesn't hide it, you know. She's given great speeches with her daughter on her lap. And, you know, she absolutely embodies everything that you'd expect from a female. She is sensitive, she is kind. And when we think about those horrific terrorist attacks that took place in New Zealand probably a year to two years ago now, she showed empathy with that community and she stood up and said, that's not acceptable. And I will never talk about that terrorist name in in any of the speeches that I will give. And she's made that very clear. She stood up together and she stood up with the community and was heard. And then if we think about the COVID situation and we think about how New Zealand has has worked through COVID and how they are now living pretty much a life without COVID. And Jacinda was very, very clear on what she expected from the beginning. She set her pathway out there 
And she made some really tough decisions from the beginning and she wasn't afraid, she was courageous. And she explained why she was making the decision. She locked the borders down and look where that's led them. You know, they are having festivals of thousands of people and they are living a life that we all could only dream of right now. So yeah, Jacinda, well done. I take my hat off to you and I absolutely love everything about you. So yeah, they're my two inspirational leaders, Faye and Jacinda. And I hope I've made you reflect and think about who maybe are your two inspirational leaders or one inspirational leader, whoever it might be. So that's it. We're wrapping up this season and I just want to thank you. I have had the best time. So when I think about starting this podcast back in the pandemic, back in sort of over, about a year ago, actually, just under a year ago now, and it was just a bit of fun. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing so many people along the way and hearing from so many listeners. I am blessed and I am so lucky to have you all along this journey. So thank you so much. And I want to give my social media interns a bit of a shout out because they have done such an amazing job of growing our community through season two. So we have Laura, we have Emily and we have Aideen. And my my wish is that in season three that I get them on a podcast and we talk about their journeys a little bit. So please do watch out for that. And thank you girls, because I tell you what, you inspire me every single day when I look at all the posts that you're doing and all of the engagement that you're you're collating from our, our, our listeners. So well done girls. Thank you so much. And of course, if you are a, a fan of the podcast, then please do reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking. If you want to hear about anything in particular in season three, then please let us know because we are planning right now for what season three will look like. Obviously, we've got our own social handles now. So we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, and you'll find us on LinkedIn too. So Events for Breakfast podcast, just search us, you'll find us. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm Kelly Frew on all the social handles. And of course, on my website, Storymaker Events. So please do come and say hello. So that's it. Season two is wrapped up. We are becoming the experts, aren't we, of these podcasts? And I really hope you're enjoying it. Let me know what you think. Rate us, subscribe, give us that five-star rating. And we will be back very, very soon for season three. And remember, if you are an inspiring leader out there, remember, leaders will go the way, we know the way, and we show the way. I'll be back very soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.